This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. gentlemen, Melba Moore and Clifton Davis.
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the G Podcast, y'all, episode 82. And I had to start it off, right? I hope she's still there. I hope, <laughs> I hope, <laughs> I hope she didn't think it was a prank call. And, and uh, I, you know, before we even get into just all the great stuff she's done and the great stuff she's doing, I just got it. Let me, let me go ahead and give up the applause. Oh, man. Long applause, too. Tony Award winner, Grammy Award winner, actress, singer, philanthropist, and doing house music now. Can I call you Melba? Melba? I'm just going to say Melba Moore. How about that? <laughs> That's the name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> but I, 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 am, I am just uh, really uh, excited and thrilled to have you on. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and doing the show. Um, you know, I worked, um, I did Atlanta radio. I was telling, uh, you know, Melba that I did radio back in the nineties when she first released lift every voice and sing. And we did, oh, I got to say, Tanya B said that's Melba Moore. (laughs) So so we, we played her rendition of lift every voice and sing on our station every morning. We did it like clockwork. We played it every morning because you know, it was, first of all, it was so good. Second of all, what it meant, of course, everybody knows what it means to our community, but, um, you know, now been added to the national recording registry, which is amazing. Um, 2016, you know, she's the voice, um, amazing range. We all grew up watching her, you know, on soul train, American bandstand. I remember the flip Wilson show. Yes. I am old enough to remember that. But you know, I got I got to say this, Melba Moore, um, and and I hope you don't get mad at me, okay? But when the Melba Moore Clifton Davis show came on in the summer of '72, I was a little eight-year-old crushing, <laughs> okay, <Aww. laughs> crushing, and and I loved the Afro Puffs. I I, I was I was just <laughs> caught up in the Melba Moore Afro Puffs. And to this day, um, you know, you still one of my favorites. And, and I just, I mean, I, I just got to say that. I mean, it, it was 1972 and, and next year is going to be like the 50th anniversary of, um, yeah. of that show airing. So, um, yeah. Yeah. so I, I just had to say that, you know, Tanya B, you okay with me? And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and make sure, you know, I, I take Tanya B off mute. Because uh, now you self-muted, Tanya B, but I had to put her on mute because I'm going to get mine in before you start. <laughs> okay, so, but hey, y'all, it is, um, and, and I do have to also say just an amazing job on the new single, Just Doing Me, uh, George Pettis Thank Jr. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm a former DJ um, and uh, love the house sound. And just got to say what's up to the um, chosen few DJs legendary Terry Hunter um, is on yeah. this mix. And, uh, yeah. my, you know, all my Chicago fam, you know, that is just oh, yeah. in there. So, and, and, okay. and I just can't believe I saw you in the video rocking the video, <laughs> Tanya B rocking the video. So that's all I can say, Tanya B don't, you know, we see uh, number more. We are on camera. 
together because we interact. Yeah. It's an audio podcast. So she's looking yeah. at me crushing. Oh, my eight-year-old self is sitting here crushing <laughs> that I'm talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> she's looking at me. But but just amazing and um all your you know, all your amazing uh you know, the plays, hair, pearly, Timbuktu. Just got to give it up for the one and only Melba Moore one more time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but really and truly, um, what, what made you decide to do the current single, uh, Go Into House? And, and I know you've always done dance. You've always been involved in the dance, right. you know, in dance music. But what made you go in this direction with this song? Well, the reason I've ever gone into dance direction is because I've had really good people around me to let me know what, what was relevant, what was going on now, what was the um, environment like, uh, and, you know, help me to see if, if, if I was still viable. That's always been the situation. That's the record industry. That's one thing I, think, I don't think has changed. I mean, the structure of it has, but uh, the nature of it hasn't. And, of course, um, I hate to be uh, familial, mm. but black people like to dance. Yeah, so true. <laughs> So true. No, we don't like to dance. We got to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and we we continue to create these genres. It's just, I think, a gift from God. So that uh, what happens is I've been blessed to be around different people that were doing different uh, uh, dance genres at different times as, as the times continue to flow. And this time, my good fortune was George and Angela Pettis. Uh, Angela wrote the lyrics for the, and then they took it to Terry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Terry just, I mean, I, I got to give it up to him. I mean, you know, Chicago. Terry just had his way with me. <laughs> he put the work in. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, when, uh, and, and kudos to, I've, I've got to say thanks to uh, your, you know, your, your personal, your manager, Ron. When, yeah, uh, my partner, yes. Yeah, he told me uh, to check out the song and make sure I had it for the show because we were just calling, you know, we just wanted to celebrate, you know, what you've done just in the business overall. But uh, when I heard the song, you know, with my club background, and I'm very familiar with House, I said, man, right. this is serious. Because you know what? Can I, yeah, can I tell you what you're saying, Tommy? What's that? You're really saying, you're saying what the quality of the music, the production, mm-hmm. the arrangement, you know, it's nice to say uh, it's house music and this, and it sounds like you're kind of doing a new, a new um, fad. But, but this is real music. Yes, it is. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. Uh, you know, as a as a uh, somebody from the old school classic dance, club dance, club stuff. You know, we don't get that that off. We don't get it as as often as we used to when you guys were releasing well, all that great stuff from I'm, Hush. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not in your your lane, so I can't really say. Mm-hmm. But uh, from my perspective, yeah, every I've had a lot of good successes because I've, I've always had good music. Yeah, yeah. I I think I think sometimes too. I, not to say that this of you, I don't I don't know that this is true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, particularly dance music, because it's for joy and it's for entertainment. You think it's frivolous, but it's not. It's no. really necessary. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Tanya B, jump in. You you all quiet. Um, you know, you, you know, you know, her background as, as well as I do. And, uh, I'm just going to crush for just a minute. 
and and uh, you know talk about the fact to myself that I just had a chance to talk to my eighth grade crush Melba Moore. But uh, Tanya, no, B, no, I'm sorry, eight eight year old, eight, my eight year old. Jump in there, Tanya. If not, I'm not gonna let her in. But Tanya B, go ahead. What you got? What you got? I mean, I could go way, way back to, you know, I'm so thankful that I had, I come from a radio and a music and entertainment family. And even when we lived up in Boston, my mother used to take us to New York and we would see Broadway shows. And I saw Melba Moore and Pearlie. And then our eighth grade play was Pearlie. I did not have, I was, I was uh, in charge of costumes. Mm. So I got made sure that I took Ludie Bell, Gussie Mae Jenkins costume <laughs> and took care of it each and every time we did the play. And, um, you know, then, you know, wow. as time, you know, progresses on. And then I had a fake ID that I used to sneak into clubs in Boston where Miss Moore was huge. I don't know if you remember the station WILD. They played oh, yeah. Melba Moore music morning, oh, yeah. they, noon, they helped, and night. They helped break our music, yes. Yeah, you know, it's a shame because radio doesn't break records anymore, but we'll get to that. You know, but again, I had, I saw you at the Berkeley Performance Center. And again, as time went on, my, I would just say this, now I'm going to crush a little bit, um, Tommy. Okay. Um, my absolute hands down, bar none, I have two favorites. One was Lean On Me because I thought I could sing. And then someone told me that I couldn't when she holds that long mi- note for mm. like two minutes at the end. That's why I closed my mouth and went to dance class. But my favorite, and this is still a banger today. It's that I didn't know. I just found out recently. Uh, it was written by Lilo Thomas, who I used to have a crush on, but I got over that. But anyway, uh, mind up tonight. That and I have a live version for some club in New York, and that is on my iPad, on my iPod, on my laptop. It is all up and through. And then to move on even a step further. When I had my tenure at Sirius XM in New York, I worked with B.J. Stone, who I'm sure you know, and Melba Moore came up to Sirius XM many, many times. Wow. Wow. Good stuff. So I, too, I too have some history. Excellent. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, hey, but. Okay. No, go ahead. Who, who's, <laughs> no, I just said okay. I, I've got to ask, though, because you, you're <laughs> next year, 2022. I got it, Tanya. <laughs> she got it. She got it. 2022 is going to be the uh, 50th anniversary of the series that you guys did in 1972. Um, let me double check here. The, the um, what is it? The, of course, the Melba Moore and Clifton Davis show. Um, that was groundbreaking. It was. That was ground- let's, it was. Let's, let's, let's call a thing a thing. Cause I remember watching that. And aside from maybe seeing a couple of years after that, Marilyn McCool and Billy Davis Jr. That had a summer replacement series and then the Jacksons, you know, to that was a big deal. It was to to see people on TV at that moment in time that looked like us because we did. Unless you watch Ed Sullivan, you really didn't, or maybe Hollywood Palace every now and then. I'm really dating myself with Hollywood Palace, but you didn't see people on TV like Melba Moore or Clifton Davis or just anybody who looked like us. So, so that was groundbreaking. So, do you guys plan on doing anything for the 50th anniversary, Melba Moore? Well, there's lots of things kind of in the works. I'm not quite sure what it's going to be, though, because because of the pandemic, um, we have, have had some limitations and having to start over. But um, and, and and I think, you know, I was kind of sidetracked by the pandemic and, and not realizing that this is kind of our, our jubilee in a couple of areas for um, for the TV show, probably for Pearly, uh, for, for my career, for, for a lot of things. So I'm, I'm just trying to plan things. I, I don't have anything set yet, but yes. Okay, good deal. Because I saw, I think it was back in 2015, 
Um, I saw a YouTube video. You did something with Clifton Davis, brought him up on stage. And uh, you guys still communicate, still stay in touch? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Because I, I, I used to be waiting on him to slip back in 72. <laughs> I was just waiting, sitting around. But that's oh. cool. But it should be, I mean, you guys definitely should do something. Uh, I mean, I, I hope that you will decide to do something, if not a show somewhere in America, uh, just to uh, just to celebrate that 50th anniversary, you know, so. Thank you. That's a good idea. Yeah. I thought of that. So also um, when I want to talk about, because Tony B was talking about the 80s, um, how, when when you listen to, and I'm sure you stay on top of what's going on in current day music, um, how, how do you compare all this stuff you did that I call it the golden age? with Kashif and Lilo and Freddie, how do you compare it? Now you, you were doing music back in the, your, your parents did music. Um, you right. know, you were starting off in music. So you've got, you know, decades. How do you compare that era when you were doing music with Kashif, Lilo, that golden age, Freddie to all the decades up until now? How, how do you compare it? Well, in some ways it's very, very, very different. And and then I guess with myself, um, I'm I'm kind of different. So I'm I'm sort of like I, I don't know crossover. I'm I'm not really R and B. I mean the music is is contemporary f- for its time and everything. But what you really hear are the the uh, the arrangers. You know, like when you mentioned Kashif, he really brought that move synthesizer. Well, I think it was Stevie Wonder who actually brought the that. The, the first mm-hmm. synthesizer in mm-hmm. that sound, and then when if you remember uh, Evelyn King's "Love oh. Come Down" and that that sound, mm-hmm. big time. It, it's it's the musicians that you really hear. I mean, thank goodness my, my little voice is something that people remember. And but uh, I'm just bringing, I guess, attention to the fact that um, what I had with you stepped into my life was oh. McFadden and Whitehead. And uh, the Bee Gees song. So you have that combination because I, I think people fell in love with you stuff in my life when they heard the bass line before they even heard me. Yeah, it's a great song. Excellent song. <laughs> and, you know, these arrangers. And, of course, I'll, I'll skip now to uh, Just Doing Me. Uh, when you hear <laughs> the, the intro, I'm, I'm laughing because I had to hurry up and do my little video because everybody was doing their own vi- video because they were just doing them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a great video. Hey, but Tanya the, B, you seen it? You didn't see it yet, have okay. You gotta check it out. Go ahead, go ahead, Melbourne Moore. But 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 the the introduction of the music, the little chord changes that happen. Yeah, I, I remember one young lady. She had a video. And she see she was listening to it. You know, like it was obviously for the first time, and the music starting and the beat start. She grabbed her little drink and started twirling around in in her room. <laughs> it's the jam. I mean, it, it, it is it is it is without a doubt. But I mean, I, that's the secret. That's it's the music. Yeah, it's the jam. It's not to say that uh, uh, anybody singing it would have made it successful, but they set you up. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Well, let me say this. I'm going to throw it to Tanya B. Um, If you, you know, I look at like the first choice stuff that came out in the 80s that was coming off Sal Soul. A lot of that when they were when they were dropping in, you know, maybe studio vocalist. It still comes down to the vocals. I mean, without a doubt, when, you know, Martha Wash, a lot of those women who were in studios, in the oh, studio that's, doing that's a lot crazy. of those, yeah. you know. I mean, you've mentioned somebody like Martha Wash and that voice, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That voice. Yeah, but but still, it comes down to the voice. So your voice fits that song. It, it, I mean, not everybody, not everybody can, can just be put into that song. No, it I, still fits. I agree. What, the combination is just. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't know what the right word to say it is, but the combination is, is, is perfect. Well, kudos to George Pettis, Jr. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give him give him an applause here, too. Um, <laughs> we just... What happened is like uh, George took me to his house and hmm. he and Angela wrote this for me. So they, they tailor made this for me. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. They didn't just write a song and kind of submit it with a demo or something. Good stuff. Yeah. And it, it took such a long time for it to come back uh, after Terry had done it. I didn't remember doing it. And it sounded so fresh. And, you know, they had put the house mix on it and everything. And I don't really listen to myself. Mm-hmm. So, but it sounded nice and crisp and clean and everything. I said, wow, that's nice. Who's that singing? Wow. <laughs> so that's you, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the international appeal? Because it's, it's got... I think it's got appeal in the UK. It looks like, I mean, it's got international appeal. So yeah. w- what countries are you getting the most feedback from at this, at this time? I'm not tracking them. Um, mm-hmm. My partner is, but uh, once again, um, I, I, I have international appeal, but mm-hmm. um, the, the DJs and the mixers, they, they really are the record companies now. So they're yeah. the ones that are taking it everywhere that they have followings. So true. So true. And, and, it's it's yeah. voluminous. I'll just tell you that. Yeah. Well, good stuff. That's that's good to hear. We're happy for you. Um, I got to ask another question because you've done you've done so much, you know, when it comes down to, you know, Tanya, you talked about uh, Broadway stage, uh, television sitcoms. Why? Why no book? Have you I mean, have you you know, I, I don't want to compare. I don't want to get into comparisons, but considering you can every <laughs> I don't think I'm comparable to in nobody. No way. Yeah, you're right. See, there you go. But but it's just like uh, an I Tina, okay? Um, why not an I Melba? I'm not saying you use the exact oh, title. Come on now. I mean, but I'm just saying. Tina, if are you, you joking? What's that? What's that now? Tina is ridiculous. <laughs> but but still, come on. <laughs> Con, when you consider I, the the, I think the, a book a book is going to come. I I think so. Yeah, because you consider the things. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you go. Go ahead, Melba Moore. I think with whatever it is I've done, you know, and we're all creatures of whatever God wants us to be. Mm -hmm. It's what it is and whatever will come, it's going to come, I think. so. Yeah, because the only reason I say that is because even in the song, the current song, you talk about God's brought you a very long way. I mean, you've you've overcome a lot. You're still here, you know, and, and, and you're still doing some some great things. So we'd love to see that. We'd love to see that happen. I know you did. An unsung back on TV one, uh, maybe in, may have been second season, right, Tanya B. I think when when the unsung yeah, when they hit first started it, and yeah. um, and I've always wondered. I said, well, you know, why no book? And and even you know, if, considering the the quality of film, you know, why no film? You know, um, I think it's all. It's, I'm a slow bloomer. I, you know, I, I started uh, my career after I taught school, and you know did a couple of things first. So everything's kind of coming a little bit late for me. That, I think that's what it is. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. I, you know, but when, when things have come out for me, it seems like I've been like, for instance, with the TV show, with my first Broadway show, which was the Broadway musical Hair, I was the first black lady to replace a, a, a white actress in a lead role. You know, and she happened to be Keaton. Yep. Big time. And, that, uh, so I'm, I started late, but what, whatever cycle I seem to be in, I'm a, I'm a pioneer or, or first. Not a, not because I know that I'm trying to do that, but that's how it's working out. So we'll see how this works out. I don't really know. Okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna bug you. I'm gonna call you back next. I'm gonna wait till 2022 <laughs> to 
And uh, we're going to shoot you. Where the book, lady? <laughs> but like, you know what? And this is just on a, on a, on a comical note. Um, how tall are you? Uh, five, five, five. How tall is Flip Wilson? <laughs> how tall was he's Flip Wilson? That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> I was watching well, TV. Maybe he's five, five, because uh, that's not very tall for a man. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching TV land and uh, somebody had you listed on a website as five, one. And I said, and I saw that you were taller than Flip Wilson, you know, rest in power. I thought I was. No, I never paid attention to that. You were. <laughs> maybe it was the heels. <laughs> you know, maybe it was the heels. But I, I just had to say that. Anyway. Well, uh, I'm not very tall, but I am 5'5". Five, five. Oh, 5'5 five, five is solid. That's 5'5". Five, five. That, that, that's, that's excellent. Tanya, you got any last questions from Elbamore? Yes, thank you. Go for it. Questions from Miss Melba Moore, uh, you know, I just want to oh, say God. thank you for putting this music out because everybody, you know, was just shut up and shut down for a year and change of, you know, during this pandemic. Yeah. And people want to feel good. People want to get out. People want to breathe air. Yeah. And again, I say people want to dance. So I think this is, is, is just perfect timing. It couldn't have come in a better time. You know, people just want to be happy and kind of, you know, get lost. And, you know, even if it is get, getting lost in what was and may never be again, you know, it's just these things that make people feel good and just remember a time when, you know, they didn't have to dance around their living room like the lady in the video. Mm, that's <laughs> so, what I'm uh, you know, I just want to say thank, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. But also... <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the reality. You know, um, right. I traveled for the first time in over a year and a half to see my family. And I, it was kind of a shock for me because I had not sat in a restaurant since March of 2020. I got my first right. manicure today, Miss Melba Moore. It has been over a year and a half. And, and I, I'm sure you can understand and relate to that. You guys wouldn't understand. But, you know, those things that, you know, we did regularly and without much thought. Yeah. So, you know, again, thank you for, you know, giving us something to smile about, something to dance to, you know, and then, you know, something to remember. And I remember you stepped into my life. That was one of those 12 inches that, you know, they were played for the last 15 minutes, you know, of the night when I was in the club with my fake ID. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, and my... <laughs> And my other question is, I know you like we've been talking about you've done television, you've been, you know, a recording and, you know, a touring artist. And you've also done Broadway. And my question is two prong. Would you consider going back to Broadway? And, you know, what do you think about Broadway opening back up in just uh, July 1st? Is that something that you would entertain again? Oh, as a matter of fact, there have been some offers for me to do that. And one of the things I did do was a um, a virtual performance of, of the title song from Pearly to be a part of a presentation that some theatrical organization is putting on the Internet. Um, I, I think it's coming no, June. It'll be on. So um, okay. I, I consider that my audition piece for anybody who wants to bring me something to take me back to Broadway. Because, yes, I do want to go. Good stuff. Good. And it's good to see, again, you talked about these books and things and seeing people of color. You've got uh, the Tina Turner uh, play is coming back to Broadway. The Temptations Day 2 Proud to Beg is coming back to Broadway. And I'm hearing I that, that finally that was after. Fabulous. 
multiple delays. The Michael Jackson story is supposed to hit Broadway in December and somebody somewhere should hear this. And if they don't have a part for you, they should write a part for you. Because you can probably, you know, you know what the bones are buried. You could probably teach them something and tell them some stories <laughs> that would probably enhance their career. Because, I mean, really, you were there at a time right. when we didn't, like, yeah, we didn't see a lot of people that looked like us. It was, you know, like I said, you and Hair right, and Pearly. Right. And then maybe um, I saw uh, Pearl Bailey in a, a, a black version of... Hello, uh, Dolly. Uh, Hello, Dolly. Yeah. And remember, there was Don't Bother Me, I Can't Cope. And I used to also love this. I saw a lot of plays with um, Linda Hopkins and uh, Dolores and Carl Hall. But I guess, you know, I was one of the fortunate ones. But then, you know, for most other people, they didn't see those faces. So please, in the name of James Brown, please, please, please go back to Broadway. If not, I say we start uh, a crowdfunding for Melba Moore, the one woman show, My Story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. agree. <laughs> if not, blackmail them into it. <laughs> there you go. Miss hey, Melba Moore, you know where the bones are buried. Now, I'll be your enforcer, but you know where the bones are buried, ma'am. Yeah, okay. Big time. Okay. All right, y'all. I just, thank I just, you for the good wishes. Thank you. We, we, we really do thank you so much um, for coming on and, and, and give thanks also. Thanks to, your, uh, to Ron. Uh, thank him uh, I, for I will. graciously I will. for giving us the opportunity for bringing you on and, and y'all give it up one more time for um, the incomparable and nobody compares. Miss, nobody compares. No, miss Melba Moore. You know? Okay. I'm going to say Miss Melba Moore. Moore on the, <laughs> okay. Don't make me throw my shoe at you. Um, you know, we have to get Miss Melba Moore's music on the bird wire too. I'm old school. There you okay. go. But I, I hope so. But you know what? Uh, I'm going to say, cause I was just saying Melba Moore, but Miss Melba Moore, thank you so much. And and I I want to sing I want to sing to you like never can say goodbye, but please uh, don't. I never I am never going to recover. I do want to talk better than he sang. I do want to close the show with never can say goodbye. I'm I'm gonna leave that. (laughs) I'm gonna let that go. Uh, But thank you so much, and 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 tell and you know stay in touch with us. Uh, We follow you now, and she's on. Is that you actually on IG responding? I get a little help from my friends. Ron helps me. Okay, good, good stuff. So, so I'm a, we're gonna continue to follow you on on Instagram, and you keep doing Thank the great you. work. Uh, we're we're cheering for you, for you. We're rooting for you, and uh, yeah. and and you know when we had Will Downing on the show, we said I said this to yeah. Will Downing. I said, Will, you're one of those entertainers we put in a bubble. You know, it's like get you through the rest of this year in the pandemic. So Melba Moore, you need your own bubble to, to, you know, to get you through Thank the pandemic. I'll take it. So, <laughs> so, so you take care of yourself. Thank you so much for being on. It's been an honor to have you on and look forward to hearing great news on this new single. So thank you so much for coming on. Please thank come you, again, Miss Melba Moore. Please come again. Please come visit us again. All right. Take care. Thank you so very much. Both of you. Be All right. well. All right. You're Thank welcome. You. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, see, see Tanya B. How'd I do? Did see I make what? it? Was I behaved? Yeah, you know, we did okay, <laughs> but you know, one thing I... Oh, can you hear the applause in the, from the other room? Oh, yeah, I hear him. I hear him. Did I see, behave? That's my sister in the other room. Oh, ah, okay. We, we are, yeah. We are, I'm, I'm coming to you live from beautiful downtown Gatesburg, Maryland. Oh, okay. What's up, mama, mama and sister? <laughs> yes. But I, but I got to say this, though. I, I do, I do. And I didn't want to keep going on. But seriously, you know, y'all don't know if you grew up in that era of the 70s when, you know, you didn't have you didn't have the kind of options you have now. 
So when it was like right. when black people were on TV, it was like, hey, y'all black people on TV. But it was a big deal. Everything shut it down. You know, right. so when when the Melba Moore and Clifton Davis show aired in 72, everybody watched. And you mentioned the summer shows. You had Jackson's come on with the summer show. You had those summer shows. Them. It, yeah, and Marin, it, Marilyn yeah. and Billy, that was after, after them. them. Yeah. They were the groundbreaking, you know, uh, you know, people of color that, you know, and like I said, to have a, even a summer replacement series in 1972. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It was amazing. The country was still in turmoil. And, I, you know, the other thing that was tripping when I saw some of the old clips, because it's not out there, it's not on DVD. I think there's just some random YouTube people posting it. But she was wearing like mm -hmm. a, a midriff. It was like the stuff that Cher would wear. You know what I'm saying? Right, that, or that Sarah Dash used to wear in LaBelle. Yeah, and that was yeah. So I'm like, I'm like how's she like, getting away with that? <laughs> it's 72. But, but it was, it I was on. I think it was on. couldn't even show her belly button. Nah, so. nah. But it was on. So I, I really, I really, yeah. you know, and, and I hope that she does do something for the 50th anniversary. And, and K-Dub can play bass. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. K-Dub. And Tommy B. You yeah. just play your triangle. I'll okay? just bring my triangle. You know, I'll, you know, I'll just sit, yes. you know, sit yes. around yes. and do my thing. But, uh, <laughs> but really and truly, uh, I got to just shout out. We'll, we'll go into news, but um, I got to shout out on this new single, uh, the folks in Chicago. Um, uh, what's his name? Terry Hunter. I, I really do. Um, he did. Uh, Terry Hunter, uh, chosen few DJs, Southside DJs in Chicago. Um, I mean, they, they, I got to shout them out, but definitely, uh, house legend, Terry Hunter, great job, great remix. Um, George Pettis Jr. wrote the song. Um, congrats to him. His dad, I think did stuff for MCA back in the day, MCA records. Yeah, he was, yeah, George Pettis was a legend. I mean, he's, he comes from legendary stock. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. You know, he had to bring it. Yeah. So we, go you know, hard or go home. That's what I'm saying. And and you know, while I'm talking Chicago, gotta say what's up to my buddy Tim Barnes, Tracy Waugh, First Lady, and and WBMX forever, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I mean, no, that, I'm a house you know, head. Chicago, no, I'm a house Chicago's head. opening up and I hope they get they have the they used to have the world's largest um house party. Yeah, so true. Uh, outside. And now that Lollapalooza is going there, I think at the end of July, I hope they do have you know, the house music events, and it would behoove them to invite Miss Melba Moore to perform. So true. So true. All right, y'all. So, hey, thank you so much again. Uh, the one and only, the great, the legendary, incomparable is the best word because nobody compares to what she does and what she's done. Uh, Melba Moore, thank you so much for being on again. Let's do this. We'll go into news and we will come back, talk about news, get into your tea and do all that great stuff. Hang tight. News! for the Week in News with Syracuse Mike. Guidance from the Atlanta-based CDC in reference to schools has not changed. The agency recommends that everyone should continue to wear masks until the end of the current school year. It's going to take some time for more people to get their COVID vaccine. The CDC's Rochelle Walensky was on NBC's Meet the Press and talked about the confusion over the recent mask recommendations. We are asking people to be honest with themselves. If they are vaccinated and they are not wearing a mask, they are safe. If they are not vaccinated and they are not wearing a mask, they are not safe. And what we're asking businesses to do is to work to ensure that it's easy for their own employees to get vaccinated. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear a pivotal abortion case involving a controversial Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks. The high court's decision could limit Roe v. Wade. A key change in recent years is the makeup of the court. 
The Supreme Court now has a 6-3 conservative majority. Monday afternoon, President Biden announced that the U.S. will donate 80 million COVID vaccines to other countries in need. We need to help fight the disease around the world to keep us safe here at home and to do the right thing of helping other people. It's the right thing to do. It's the smart thing to do. It's the strong thing to do. The president reminded Americans that it's time for everyone to get vaccinated. If the unvaccinated get vaccinated... They will protect themselves and other unvaccinated people around them. Mr. Biden also took time to talk about the child tax credit. The tax break is targeted at more than 65 million families. Starting July 15th, eligible families will receive payments of up to $300 per month. The young black student reporter who gained national attention when he interviewed President Obama in 2009 has died of natural causes, according to his family. Damon Weaver was 23 when he died earlier this month. He was 11 when he met Mr. Obama. While most of his questions focused on education, he also asked the president to be his, quote, homeboy. Obama said yes. In North Carolina, the district attorney says a state investigation into the fatal shooting of Andrew Brown found that deputies were justified in their actions. D.A. Andrew Womble said this about the fate of the officers. No officer will be criminally charged. The officers' actions were consistent with their training and fully supported under the law in protecting their lives and this community. Womble added that the investigation found Brown drove recklessly and endangered the officers while attempting to resist arrest. Brown was shot on April 21st in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, when deputies were attempting to serve him with an arrest warrant. According to an independent autopsy released by his family, deputies shot Brown five times, including once in the back of the head. Despite the DA showing clips of the body cam footage to the media yesterday, he says the rest of the video will need to go through the courts for release to the public. This week, the local NAACP demanded the resignation of the sheriff and the firing of the deputies involved in the case. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says he is against the bipartisan independent panel modeled after the 9-11 Commission. McCarthy says any panel looking into what happened on January 6th needs to also investigate other groups, including Black Lives Matter. Governor Brian Kemp has written a letter to the Georgia State Board of Education stating his opposition to teaching critical race theory in the state schools. Critical race theory looks at the ways race and racism influence American politics, culture, and the law. While several states want to ban the teaching of the theory, supporters say the concept has taken on new urgency since the killings last year of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and other African Americans by police officers. Governor Kemp says this type of curriculum has no place in Georgia schools and called a divisive and dangerous ideology. Uh. The origins of critical race theory date back to the writings of civil rights activists such as W.E.B. Du Bois. There is a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. President Biden says he hopes this leads to lasting peace in the Middle East. Over the last 11 days, I've spoken to the prime minister six times. I've also spoken with President Abbas of the Palestinian Authority more than once and part of our intense diplomatic engagement. That's the president Thursday. He gave Egypt credit for negotiating the truce. Since the fighting began, at least 230 Palestinians, including 65 children, were killed. Twelve Israelis, including two children, also died. An estimated 58,000 Palestinians have had their homes destroyed or badly damaged. Following overwhelming support from both chambers of Congress, President Biden signed legislation yesterday that addresses hate crimes throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. At the White House, Vice President Kamala Harris said, History will remember this day and this moment when our nation took action 
to combat hate. The bill will expedite processing Asian American hate crimes and includes a specific Justice Department office to review cases. The bill had broad bipartisan support and comes two months after the Atlanta spa shootings. All of Georgia's Republican House members voted against the bill. Wow. Well, and I, I do have to say this, uh, and Mike, Mike had a, uh, an update on this story. Um, actually, two of the Republicans did vote for it, but all of them um, didn't vote for the spirit of it. But in terms of passing it, they did, it did get the uh, hate bill did get two Republican votes out of Georgia. So just FYI. But but you know what? I'm, I'm in such a good mood. I'm not I'm not I don't want to jump into a lot of this today on this show and come on off come on off you, you muted tanya b but uh i do want to just mention and we'll talk about it on the next podcast this whole ronald okay. the ronald green video out of louisiana uh the two-year-old it, it, it's it's why we don't need slave movies you know because this is the reason one i don't know i'm not gonna go into it today and the whole thing the elizabeth city da it's just you know what can you say more of the same but I, but I'm, I'm damn I'm, damn <laughs> that's damn. What I'm saying. It's just, and um, you know, that's all I'm going to say about that this week because I'm I'm still on a high. I'm still kind of floating over here like the little little dog in the cartoon. Uh, you know, so, oh, no. <laughs> I just want to justify it. Say what now? T- oh, oh, okay, no. fine. What'd you say, fine? Go ahead. One and lose. How can they justify? Then they then said they kept it a secret for like two years. For two years, dude, and it was actually and leaked. They also edited and tried to redact certain things out of the reports and even edit the video. The video was actually leaked. It, they didn't. They didn't release it. It was leaked. Somebody leaked. It. Oh, the federal after saying that, the federal government should get involved. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll Please, see. It's. He was killed by the car. No, he yeah. wasn't. I've been in so many Twitter. Come on, come on. I've been in so many Twitter battles this week. On, on this stuff, uh, Twitter beefs that, uh, I, you know, I've had enough. I'll wait till I'll wait till next week. We'll do something on this stuff next week. But, um, you know, mm. uh, thank you again, Syracuse Mike for, uh, for hooking us up with, with headlines. And you know what, because, you know, because we, you know, we went a little long with, with, um, which was, you know, definitely warranted with, uh, Miss Melba Moore. Did I do it right? Tanya B. Um, Thank you. We we, yes, we you went we went a little long, which definitely um, I would have done the whole show, but I, I didn't want to keep her. You know, it's 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 getting hot. It's like ninety degrees in ATL. So um, you know, yeah. I just I just wanted to you know definitely give her her props and give her her time. Mm-hmm. So so let's do this. Let's just go ahead and do what we do. Now then, children, it's time for tea. <laughs> it's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Tanya B, what you got? Again, save the date. Uh, well, first thing I want to tell you, May 25th and June 1st, save the date. Uh, the Rise and Fall of Mike Tyson comes on ABC TV. You may have already seen some commercials for it. This one is sanctioned by Mike, unlike the one that Hulu was attempting to do. And after this comes on, they probably should just totally abandon that idea. Yeah. But it's going to tell the good, the bad, and the ugly. And like the commercial says, there were three Mikes at that time. There was Michael Jackson. Michael Jordan and Mike Tyson, and they all had their, you know, they all had their thing about them. So they really kind of ruled, if you will, let's just say the 80s and into the 90s as well, until things started to change. But I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be interesting. And, you know, I, I hope that Mike will be transparent, you know, as he has begun to do and just talk about those things that are really, you know, just kind of have been swept under the rug. So anyway. Did, they interview, did they interview um, Robin Givens in this? 
Uh, I think they may use some clips from when they did that Barbara Walters interview when she talked about how he kicked and punched and things like that. So I wonder how, you know, what he's going to say. You know, again, that came from somewhere and it wasn't just, you know, boxing with custom model. There's something happened in his life where he thought it was okay to physically abuse women. Like the Desiree Washington thing, is that going to come up? Yeah, right. And and sexually assault women as well. And how interesting, you bring her to peep out of her since, I think, since she got her settlement. Who knows what she's even doing now? (laughs) She got paid. I got my money. I can be quiet. Sometimes I want to say, <laughs> leave it, leave it in the page. You know, but then again, you know, it, before you know, and just the whole um, accusation of sexual assault is so very different yeah. now than it was then. So we have to take that into account as well. Yeah. And then I want to remind you about June the 9th. There's a new BET series coming on called Encore, and Encore is about. Um, former girl group members forming an R&B super group. Kind of what they thought they were going to do with R&B divas with Atlanta and LA. It's a 10 episode series and all these women are living in a house together to record an album so you know there's going to be some drama. But uh, I wonder if the, the album is actually ever going to be released. And the only solo artist is Nivea, who you may remember as ex-wife of the dream and Lil Wayne's baby mama. But she had that jam. Remember Don't Mess With My Man with Jagged Edge? Do Maybe. yourself a favor, go find your old man. Anyway, hmm. Nivea, you've got uh, Pam from Total. You've got Shamari DeVoe, who's the wife of Ron DeVoe, Velvet DeVoe, BBD, and formerly of Real Housewives of Atlanta. She was in um, the group Black. I think they had that one song, Oh Baby, Give It All to Me. Yeah, I remember In that. the 90s. Yep, yep. Okay, then you've got Irish and Lamisha from 702. And I don't care what you say, hands down, bar none. Where my girl's at is still a banger. But hey, you know what, years. Tanya B? I only have one question for you. What's that show on ABC? When's it coming on again? <laughs> it's BET, June the 9th. No, 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 no. Okay. Not that show. The other show. <laughs> oh, Mike Tyson? No, no, no. The show with... Um, what, American Schmeidel? No, no. It's the one what? with, what's her name from Power? Natari. Notori. Oh, Notori. Oh, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get Because I don't really care about any girl shows until that show comes on. But go oh, ahead. Oh, until, uh, yeah, okay, that's, uh, that's Queens. That's Queens. On um, that's, Let uh, me, hey, hey, hey hang on. Hang on for me just a uh, minute. Hang on. Go ahead. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this is this is like the whatever happened to because again, right. and let me finish. There's a few more here. Arbio Day of Danny Kane. She needed to go somewhere and sit down, but she just needed to check. Then you've got Kelly Williams, the 3LW. I cannot tell you a 3LW song. I just remember Notori Knott was in there with uh, Avian Holton. Bylon, was it? Wait a minute. Bylon, Did they do where my girls at? Was that it? No, that was 702. That was 702. 702. Okay. 3LW. Then, wait, here's a real reach. You've got Felicia and Fallon King of Cherish. They had one album on Capitol Records. I don't know. Like, they must, who they, you know, they just really went by the wayside. They never even blew up. I right. can't even give them entire words. So, anyway, this might be interesting, worth, you know, a watch or two, but um, I'm not trying to go the distance with that. Then I, oh, here's some tea. Ooh, y'all. You got your teacups ready, everybody. Um, get your fans out. Uh oh. Russell Simmons is suing his ex-wife, Kamora Lee Simmons. Why? Ooh. I'm glad you asked. Hmm. Because he's accusing her of stealing stock. And it was a company called Celsius. It was some kind of uh, energy drink or vitamin drink. I, I don't drink Celsius and I never had that. But he is saying that she took over forty million dollars and wow. she's using it to pay for her husband's attorneys what? and also to bail him out of jail you know he's uh he got caught in this major major money laundering scheme he was you know he was supposed to be this self-made multi-millionaire businessman but dude was laundering he was washing money did you say 40 and, million 
No, I said 40 million. Four zero. Four zero? Wow. Four zero. Yeah. I'd be mad too. I will be right. too. <laughs> and after all this time, like you remember how they broke up? He's going his way. I'm going my way. We're, we have a great relationship and we're parenting the girls. And the girls are grown now. But now she's finally, after all these years, now clapping back, calling him a serial abuser. But let's let's get one thing clear. If you remember, when Kamora got with Russell, she was 17. So to that, I say, and to her mama, wasn't that illegal? Because she was underage. But, you know, he's known for going after, you know, underage, exotic looking girls. So after all this time of her you know claiming that things were so hunky-dory between the two of them well let me ask you if she's if he's suing her for going after or using 40 million of the stock for her husband why is she suing him what's she suing him about so now she's clapping back saying that you know it's not true you know he's just making up lies and he's a serial abuser but if he was wow. a serial abuser i mean did she never ever ever talk about that because okay. they had this you know this so-called united front and everything was lovely hunky dory and wonderful hmm. that they had divorced and gone on their separate ways so uh there's more to that story i'm sure just like okay. there's more to the story of ti and tiny now there's Uh-oh. this attorney and his name is tyra <laughs> Okay, now Tyrone yes. is allegedly representing, you know, these alleged victims of this T.I. and Tiny sexual assault. And we t- I talked about this like a month and change ago about the woman that claimed she was made to sleep with Nellie. I talked about the fact over a month ago that there's now a male abuser. And now this is just coming out. So when I give you tea, you need to listen to you need to listen to me. Okay? This is old. <laughs> this is old news in my world. Yeah. And then there's a woman that now claims that she woke up and T.I. had, she claims he put his foot in her lady parts, but if she oh, was passed wow. out, how would she know? Ouch. But, I know, yeah. right? But here's the gag. Well, he has, he's a little man. He don't have a right? Oh, you wrong. But anyway, <laughs> but some people just do what they do. Oh, yeah. but now uh, Tyrone was trying to file charges against them in Las Vegas, but he can't because the statute of limitations is up. Because don't forget, some of these allegations go back to 2005. That was 16 years and change yeah. ago. Okay. Yeah. But they can still have charges filed against them in L.A. So Tyrone has been calling up talk shows, uh, you know, swap meets, TMZ, you know, drive-bys, blogs, anybody he can get to take this story to get him himself some shine. And, you know, if he's going to represent these people and do it earnestly and honestly, but again, he is an attorney and he does not play one on TV, but it's like he's trying to make his mark as like the black male version of Gloria Allred. And if that's what it's about, Tyrone needs to go somewhere and sit down. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, you know I what? T. I'm going to say I this. Won't, I, you, I won't give him nothing because he don't call me money already. Yep. Big time. All, oh, these, yeah. shows don't, all these shows don't cancel me as a dude. Uh, oh, he yeah. was supposed to be what Ant Man or Iron Man? That's been oh, he's he going to be part of that movie. They ain't doing Ti and Tiny no more. They ain't doing Ti and Tiny no more. No, that's done. And also, you know, he I haven't seen it. He put a video on about this, and I think he just needs to continue to do what he's done, and they both need to just be quiet. I hope they can get it resolved. I just hope they can get it resolved, and and everything can move forward. Because because you're talking about what 20 almost a, a, a span of 20 years you know and but yeah, i hope it's i hope for ti and, and tiny candidly as a homeboy yeah. i hope it's not true i just I, I hope he can make i hope they can make it through without you know i hope justice can show that everything is and, you know and, and their children false. are old enough now to know what's going on and somebody tried to come for uh tiny's daughter zonique and, and she she uh 
she clapped back and shut him down. But um, yeah, you know, this is crazy. This is crazy. I just, I just hope it's not. Held accountable. I hope it's not that extortion. Alleged, right. I mean, the alleged actions of their parents, these kids, should not be held accountable for. I mean, the, the youngest one is five years old. What the hell does she know? Anyway, yeah. I, we went. But one thing I got to do before we go any further okay. is that we have to. Um, just show some love, rest in peace, power, and just eternal rest to comedian Paul Mooney. He was a trailblazer. He was a comedian. Big time. Yeah. And, you know, he died of a heart attack, but he was also battling dementia. But mm. I just want to give you a short list of the shows that he was responsible for, you know, bringing to the forefront that it really changed our lives. Had it not been for Paul Mooney, we may not have ever come to know In Living Color, yeah. Chappelle's show. The Real Husbands of Hollywood, which is funny and is coming back. Uh, Sanford and Son and Good Times and even the Richard Pryor show, which was so far ahead of his time, they didn't know what to do with him. So he was a giant behind the scenes when it came to comedy writing. I don't know if anybody else can touch him. So let's, can, let's five on it to Paul Mooney, everybody. Yes, yeah, yes, rest yes. in power. Applause, rest in power. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to him. Definitely. Well deserved. But, but, you know, he was responsible for Homie the Clown. Um, he wrote yes, Homie the Clown. a lot of that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Homie the Clown, which was iconic with 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 Living Color. Yeah, and he was also, yes. if y'all remember, um, on Saturday Night Live, the skit with Richard Pryor and Chevy Chase, where they do the yeah, word the... the word association. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, and he he wrote that skit as well. So um, so so kudos, and it's funny because Richard Pryor. When he appeared on SNL, he told Lauren Michaels that he wouldn't do, do the show unless one, Paul Mooney was one of the writers in the writer's room, and the other one, Gil Scott Heron, had to be the musical guest, or he wasn't going to do the show. So um, Lauren Michaels said, okay, I hope you're funny. <laughs> and, you know, the rest is history. The rest is history. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Yes, it is. But definitely, uh, mm-hmm. Paul Mooney was amazing. Amazing. He was, yes. And uh, you know what? Just just a couple of things from me. Um, I don't care what y'all say. Y'all could go ahead, hate all you want on Lena Waite. Um, I'm going to be there today, tonight, for the shy. I'm going to be there. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I'm going to be there for? Um, and I... I would not normally do this because we all know award shows nobody cares about. But if I I have to watch with the volume turned down for most of the show tonight on the Billboard Music Awards hosted by Usher, who's expecting baby number four, by the way. And the baby number three is only nine months old. But work, Usher, work. I tell you, what, Nick Cannon's on baby number seven with a different baby mama. But that's another story. But what I want to get to is this. Um, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis are participating in the Billboard Music Awards tonight. And they're also much like what they try to do on BET. Uh, we'll, are bringing in the sounds of blackness. And our good girlfriend and our former podcast guest, Miss Ann Nesby, the Grammy Award winning Ann Nesby. So, you know, when she comes on, I will turn up the volume. Anybody else can go kick rocks in an open toe shoe. Well, cool. I'm there tonight, though, for the shy. And of course, it's going to be on demand. But the, the next season kicks off um, as we take the podcast um, on, on the 23rd of May tonight. So I'll be there. Also, y'all, if, uh, if you're into it, um, I got a chance to see this on Netflix. Now, you know, I'm in the horror. I mean, but real horror, not slave horror. Um, but uh, Army of the Dead, when the zombies take over Vegas, with David Batista and Amari Hardwick. Get off my. Wait a minute. To, y'all got to, but it's on Netflix right now. 
And I and I got to shout out. I'm gonna give you know I don't I don't have much reason to ever shout out CNN, but but they got rid of Rick Santorum. Uh, they they dumped him, and so I gotta just say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. There is a God. Mary and Joe. <laughs> I want to keep the five lines. No, hang on, hang on. And, uh, and the Don and Lemon change, and without a doubt, I'll give him. No, but he he said something, and I'm not I'm not even going to repeat it on the show. But he said something highly, no but he said something highly offensive regarding Native Americans, um, and and he's always dropped in these kind of snide, racist comments um, again, again. So I'm just glad to see him go, and it it's crazy that it took something like this to actually get him off CNN, but uh, I might watch CNN again now that he's gone. So I'm going to give them one more time. There we go. (laughs) How do you really feel? But anyway, y'all, let's do this. Um, Thank you so much, Tanya B. From Gaithersburg. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm in the lofts at Gaithersburg. Thank at you very the much. Beautiful downtown Gaithersburg. Gaithersburg. Yes, beautiful yes, downtown. Yes. Thank you so much for that. Uh, let's do this. Um, let's go to. Let's take a real quick break, and um, and we'll come right back with. Um, man, why are you there? Why have been quiet? Man, why are? Yeah, I'm here. I thought you said you notes. <laughs> She's taking notes. notes. There guess, you go. Now, Wyo, we're gonna we're gonna do your stay <laughs> we're gonna do your stay woke report. We'll come right back out of this, okay? Here we go. Down? Yeah, Brooke, now I'm down, but I'm down for something positive in the community. Are you down for that? It's the Stay Woke Report with Y.O. It's another edition of the Stay Woke Report. Long Island resident Zachary Honick accused of stealing and forging COVID-19 vaccination cards. What? There are many people who have vowed not to get the COVID-19 vaccination. And guess what? They can just get a fake fax card. There's really a slim chance of them getting caught unless some type of digital database is created to make a record of who has really received the shot. The thought of creating a fake COVID-19 vaccination card never crossed my mind until CBS covered the beat on 21-year-old Zachary Honick stealing vaccine cards from the CVS where he worked. After being caught, he claimed he was selling them to children so they could attend school. Yeah, right. Honestly, the cards do look simple enough to be duplicated without even being stolen. He also took a few that were pre-filled. In all, he had about 50 cards ready for distribution. (laughs) He may have been on to something, but the young fellow, Zachary Honick, has been arrested. And the local authorities, along with the FBI, are Uh. investigating his charges. He could serve up to five years plus fines for stealing and selling those COVID-19 vaccination cards from his job at CVS. (laughs) They didn't reveal how he was busted, but he can't be the only one thinking like this. 
Meanwhile, we're walking around vaxxed up, not knowing if the next person really is or not. CDC, Melinda and Bill Gates, or whoever initiated this COVID-19 vaccine could have come up with something better than those generic looking cards with no seal or nothing. This has been another edition of the Stay Woke Report, reminding y'all to stay woke. Why, oh, good Lord. But it's not funny because he, oh damn, you he know. need to just be arrested for being a dumbass. I mean, go ahead, Wyatt, right. I'm sorry. And, go ahead. And, and we'll have a hard time getting a job. Why did you get fired from your last job? <laughs> I stole COVID vaccine cards oh. and sold them to kids. I mean, come on. Dude. I ain't surprised. I ain't surprised at all. I knew that was somebody was gonna be doing something like that. <laughs> Let me ask you, hey, Wyo. Go ahead, Wyo. No, go yeah. ahead. No, I was gonna I, ask I you, did go you see the mugshot? And I was like, I mean, you know, he could have probably just made some fake ones. Uh, they look really, really, mine does. It doesn't have any kind of steel or stamp of approval or anything on it. I mean, wow. probably would have been better off just duplicating them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Was he, I'm going to ask. I got, you know, I, you know what I got to ask. My question. Did you see a picture? <laughs> I did not. But, you know, I had to look, to, you know. Tanya B. looking at me. You laughing. Was, <laughs> you know what I want to you know, ask. Like, you know what I want to ask. Where did this happen? Was it in a major Long, metro- Long Island? Where it was in uh, Long Island. I just want to ask Long one Island, question: New York. He Why? Like a- Why? <laughs> was he <Why>? black? <laughs> <laughs> was he a brother? You know, I, th- I don't know. I think he might have uh, been like Spanish or Asian. Oh my God. I, I, I'm just thinking, but I didn't see a Damn. picture of him. Mm-mm. My thing is, why would you give money for? That's just that's just amazing. Yeah, because you, you can just go get the, the COVID. You can just go get your shot for free. It, it's got to be a dummy. Down here in Maryland, you haven't gotten vaccinated. They will pay you to get vaccinated down here now. So, wow. so for wow. people who don't, so basically for people who don't want to be vaxxed, these are just kind of fake cards to get them. Well, so you, let you them don't want to be vaxxed, but you want a card? But you want a card because in a lot of cases, you got to show proof. I mean, especially if it comes down to um, if, if you're a student, the fall's coming up. And I think they got to they have to show they're going to have to show proof of vax. But, it, so, but it's free. I understand. I, I, I yeah, but some, but some vaxxed, people but some people don't free. want to take the vax, but they want. Right. To, but they want. Right. They, they, they just don't want to. OK, you know how that goes. <laughs> I ain't got no love. For them, uh, so. That's crazy. That's crazy. You don't want to get back and stay at home. Oh. These young kids going to rebel, man. Watch. <laughs> stay at home. Stay at home. Oh, no. Stay at home. How young? They're, giving a, they're having a million-dollar drawing in Ohio for cottage kids. So Really? You know. Yeah. Look There's one in Maryland, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I stand corrected. They, you don't get paid, but what they do is each day, the, the, the names go into a pool in Maryland, and they pull out one name for, I think, the next 30 days. And it's $40,000 a day. And then at the end of that, one person gets a million dollars. Amazing. Amazing. Well, you know, all, all I have to say is, uh, is, is candidly, um, I'm still going to wear my mask. I'm like you, Tanya B. I don't, um, you know, I don't trust my fellow human walking around who never wore a mask anyway to actually go out and get a vax and then unmask. 
So for the next, probably for and, the next, and get, a fake, and get a fake vaccine card. To yeah, boot. yeah. So for the next three to six months, I might just. I'm, 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 my plan is to continue to wear my mask in public. I had, I'm I had, wearing my mask till they say the non thing is over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't blame. You. I'm wearing it till they say it's over. I got my mask. You look at me like you want to, crazy. Like, whatever. <laughs> All right, so hey, let's do let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Uh, we're about to wrap up. Um, we're gonna do the round table, but I wanna I wanna take you to Tommy's corner for just a minute. Let's do this. You know, as we tape this podcast, it is the 80th birth anniversary of prolific singer, songwriter, and producer General Johnson of the 70s group, chairman of the board. You know, I attended high school with his sons, Antonio and Norman Johnson in East Point, and the general and his family have moved here from Detroit. So I was really kind of young, so I, I didn't fully appreciate the amazing legacy of General Johnson's hits like Clarence Carter's Patches, Honeycomb's One Ants, Stick Up, One Monkey Don't Stop No Shell, and Frida Payne's Bring the Boys Home. I know y'all remember that. So again, today would have been his 80th birthday. For my friends I grew up with in high school, Antonio, Norman, for their legendary dad, happy born day. For today's corner, chairman of the board's biggest hit was Give Me Just a Little More Time. Before this corner, I want to spend a little time on General Johnson's more modest hit. Still a hit. Pay to the Piper. I heard this song this week randomly listening to satellite radio. But but you know what? I heard it not for the original intent, the one that General Johnson intended the song to be about. But I, when I was hearing it, I heard it for what we're dealing with in America today. And the lyrics go like this. If you dance to the music, don't you know you got to pay to the Piper? Ask your mama. So as I watch and listen to this shameful GOP dance and the 45 waltz that they continue to dance to, dancing by denying January 6th was not an insurrection? Even when you're caught on camera barricading the chamber door and cowering behind armed security? Dancing by refusing to create a bipartisan committee that's intended to preserve democracy? Dancing even after two impeachments, multiple lawsuits, and an announcement this week that the state of New York will be pursuing not just civil charges, but criminal charges against the Trump organization as soon, maybe by the end of this year? Dancing still to the big lie in an Arizona recount and other fake recounts popping up all across the country. So much dancing to this 45 waltz, yet no one seems to be paying attention to the most important part of this song. You got to pay to the piper. Ask your mama. GOP, I suggest you all ask your mamas or someone else's mama. Oh, you know what? By the way, Liz Cheney's a mama, a mama of five. Y'all need to talk to her. She gets it. This has been Tommy's Corner. Welcome your feedback. 413-556-9546. Ask Ask your mama. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Yes. That's yes, all I got yes. to say. General Johnson, rest in power. Rest in power, sir. Yeah. All right, y'all, quick round table. I'll start with you, Tanya B. What you got before we uh, get out of here? I'm good. All I can say is uh, the Birdwire, Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern with a replay, mm -hmm. Saturday at noon. Big time. And I'm going to give you some. Turn on. Just. Yeah, buddy. Been putting your foot in the in the bird wire. Make sure you get that that Melba Moore song on there too. That's 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 a hot song. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. That's a hot yeah, track. Absolutely. That's a hot track. Yeah. All right, what you got, Wyo? I'm gonna throw to you, Wyo, because I'm, I'm just I'm just happy I'm I'm happy to have you on this week, Wyo. I know, man. I've been going through a, a yeah. few things where we with you. Just gotta take it easy. Absolutely, yeah. we with you. We with you. What you but got? It's good to be here. Any shout outs? Any shout outs? I got a shout out to to my um to my mom's trainer. She stopped by, and I had to kind of you know put this on mute. But I was telling her Melba Moore was on the podcast, and she was like, "We went to St. John. Me and my husband Gary went to St. James Live, and we saw her live, and she took pictures with us. Wow. So I want to shout out to Sean and Gary." Good stuff. Good stuff. In the Mac Town. In the Mac Town. And let me say this. Can I say this about the Mac, the Mac Town this week? It's going to be 97 degrees, y'all. It's going to be 97. Man, it's hot today. That's what I'm saying. It this feels week, like 95 today. <laughs> there's a heat wave going up the East Coast. And, it's 90 in Maryland. Has been the uh, last couple of days. It ain't supposed to be that way until June. But I'm just, y'all be careful out there. Be careful, Wyatt. Well, we asked for summer. We asked for summer weather. I mean. I ain't asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with spring. What you got, Vi? You got any shout outs? Well, I don't know if you want to call it a shout out. But people, stay woke. Because the Republicans now are trying to tell us that the, uh, the attack at the Capitol was a normal day. There was nothing unusual about it. They were just generally walking through. Mm. So if you want to believe that, man, I got some swamp land I want to say. I know you do, <laughs> Donna and Columbus. <laughs> so I'm telling you, don't let them tell you that, uh, that that was dumb. They trying to rewrite history, people. Don't listen to them. Get them, country listen. commentator. Get them. Get them, dude. K-Dub, what you got? Um, I got to give it up, man. I had a real good night Friday night, man, listening to the bird wire. Hey, man. Mm. I'm going to give it up. I'm going to keep it all in real. I heard a bunch of good music I have never heard. I was Shazam and everything, but that was, it's, it's nice. It's nice. And then I, I got to get a, a happy belated birthday to um, El Hodge, Malik, El Shabazz, also known as Malcolm X. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. Need that spirit right now. But anyway, that's it. Yes, we do. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kate. Up. All right, y'all. Well, you know what time it is, as we do every single week. We got to do it like this. Here we go. No, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. The Bible says, God, take pleasure in your prosperity. God wants you to prosper, not just in the financial realm, but in every area of your life, spirit, soul, and body. No matter where you are or who you are, God wants to see you delivered from every adverse situation. Why? Because he loves you and has a job for you to do. He wants you to help meet the need of mankind, and he's smart enough to know that you can't give away what you don't have. You can't give to spread the gospel or buy food for the hungry when you're broke. You can't go out laying hands on the sick when you're lying in a hospital bed. You can't minister joy to the others when you've been held captive by depression. No, you have to be blessed to be a blessing. Psalm chapter 35, verse 27. Let those who favor my righteousness cause and have pleasure in my uprightness shout for joy and be glad and say continually, let the Lord be magnified who take pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Plain and simple people, God will not ask you to do anything that you cannot do. God, I will not put you through anything that you cannot handle. So if you're in a situation that you think is very hard, trust that God have you. 
God blesses you to bless other people. You are a blessing. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Vi. Thank you so much, Vi. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. And with that, uh, again, I got to say thank you so much to our living legend, the truly incomparable uh, Melba Moore. Thank you so much. And um, the single is doing is just doing me. It's on all digital platforms. You can also go to uh, melbamore.com. I make I'll make sure I have her uh, website, her uh, the website on my uh, podcast yes, page. But uh, you know, all you have to do, I mean, it's on every digital platform. As you know, on Amazon, Alexa, it's everywhere. So uh, and and again, uh, kudos to. Uh, Terry Hunter, George Pettis Jr. and all those guys for for putting together just an excellent song for, you know, a lady who need just like just like uh, all our favorites need to be in bubble wrap to get through fully through the pandemic. She is one of them. Can I just say one thing? This just and you can you can blow the horn or you can hit the applause button. But I got a message from someone asking me if Melba Moore had a distribution deal or any type of record deal. So I'm going to pass this information on to you, Tommy B to pass on to her management. And again, it just proves people do listen to this podcast and there are people out there that are still die hard. You know, I won't say dipped in the blood of Jesus, Melba Moore fan. So it was great to get that message. Good stuff. Well, I, I am, I am truly, I mean, I'm that eight year old crush. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm still, I'm still seeing the, um, the Afro puffs. So with that said, <laughs> I mean, come on now. Come on, Tiny B. Give me a break. You know. No, give me the benediction. <laughs> I already gave you the benediction. We played it. But anyway. Oh, okay, we did. Okay, well, anyway, <laughs> we going to get, that's it. We, crowdfunding. Yeah. Get Melba a deal. Yeah. Get Melba a deal. Even if it's now digital is a way to go, but get her something because she has music that needs to be heard. But I'm going to say this mm-hmm. before I go. I'm going to say this one, t- one thing. There deserve, we need a book. We really do. You know, there, there should have been, should be. And, and I'm not joking. I wasn't joking when I was saying that not to compare it to I teen or anything like that, but I do believe that that is a fitting, um, and you know, just something, something that, uh, documents the life the history, that she's we lived. We need documentation yeah. of our mm-hmm. musical history yeah. and yes. not just, you know, but the Grammy in, Lifetime yeah. Achievement, which you get when you're either dead or close to being dead. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, That we're not going to get into that. But, you know, just so people will know, because she has a legacy. And Absolutely. again, I believe she has a story that needs to be told. Well, and if she told it, the bones that I know about yeah. that are buried in Melba Moore's chest of drawers, baby, she'd get ready to shake the table. But I'm just Tell saying, me. I'm just saying that ultimately um, it's a story. People love a comeback. People love a comeback, man. And and uh, and, and, and she's she's still doing some viable stuff. And, and I hope that Broadway opens up with, uh, with her being a part of it. So... With that, y'all, got to say thanks to everybody. Uh, Episode 82 is in the can, and we are out of here. And I just got to say, hold that peace in the Middle East, and we out of here. Peace. Wear your mask. Later. Wear your mask, people. I'll usher for number two. (laughs) You've been listening to the G-Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G-Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.